Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Hey, everybody. Michael Lafito. Welcome to another Luxury Specialist episode. We're really excited about today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about what I call a fresh eyes analysis or a SWOT analysis. SWOT analysis, strength is the S, W is weakness, O is opportunity, and T is threat. We're going to talk about why you as an agent, you should perform a SWOT analysis or a fresh eyes analysis on the properties you represent. And you should bring in other producing agents that maybe produce more than you for them to produce a fresh eyes analysis on your properties that you represent to make sure you are positioning it properly. You know, I work with one of the top stagers in the industry. And one of the things that her and I always talk about when we're talking to our sellers are the three P's when marketing a home, the three P's. Number one is price. Number two is the promote, excuse me. Number two is the presentation or the positioning of a home. And number three is the promotion. Two out of the three P's, the seller controls. The seller controls price. You can make recommendations, but many times houses are priced where the seller wants, not where you, the, the professional, have suggested. The second P is the is the positioning or the presentation. Again, if you suggest painting and neutralizing and staging and they say no, they're in control of two out of the three factors when a home sells. The third P, you are in control of along with your brokerage and your team, and that's the promotion of a property. That's a promotion. So again, we have three properties that we're going to be doing a fresh eyes analysis on today. Each of these agents' properties, they attended my luxury training uh, that was in Texas. We did a three-tour I called my Texas rodeo tour. We were in Austin, Houston, which was sold out. And we had two agents drive up to Dallas the next day, four hours, because our Houston training was sold out at 83 agents that were getting certified in Lux with our Lux designation. These three properties have been listed before today. I have not looked at any prep, any of the photos. This is a live SWOT analysis, a live fresh eyes analysis. And that's what we're going to be covering today. As always, if you have any questions, type them in the comment section. And if you're interested in hearing more about any opportunities that we have with our luxury designation, like I mentioned earlier, you can go to luxurylistingspecials.com, luxurylistingspecials for that information. Or you can literally, if you're interested in our book, our upcoming book, Secrets of Top Luxury Agents, you can go to Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. So let's get going with our show. So we wanna talk about today, we're doing a fresh eyes analysis, what I call a SWOT analysis. We're gonna be doing that today, the SWOT analysis. And today we're gonna to be picking properties that other agents that have gone through our training, they had approached us and said, you know what? These properties, we're not getting the showings, we're not getting the offers, help us out. You know, last week I was in Texas for my three-part Texas rodeo tour. We started in Austin. Then we went to Houston to a sold out event. We had a sold out junior leagues club, the Houston Association of Realtors. We literally had two agents that couldn't get into that event 
that drove up four hours to Plano, Texas for our event on Wednesday. So out of those trainings, we had three agents submit stale luxury properties that we think you can benefit from. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we pull up those properties to help you position the home more effectively and have those difficult conversations with owners, I've literally recently had an owner and it's a beautiful home. It's a multi-million dollar home above $5 million. He said he's not going to paint and he's not going to stage. He told, flat out told me he'd rather die than do those things. But on the same token, he's telling me how motivated he is and he wants to, you know, buy another place in another country. And so I told him, I'm not going to allow you to die in this house. If you don't want to paint, you don't want to stage, there's some things that we can do through digital renovations. So that's a totally different uh, live stream, totally different podcast we're going to have. But today's, we're going to talk about a fresh eyes analysis. That's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about a SWOT analysis. Maybe you've heard of a SWOT analysis, okay? The SWOT analysis or fresh eyes analysis is what we're going to be talking about today. A fresh eyes analysis is taking a look at the property and determining what else can we do to position a home more effectively? So that is what we're covering today. Maybe you saw the promotion, but that's what we're going to be covering today. So let me share with you a screen here, an image on the screen. And this is what we're going to be covering today. We're going to be talking about how you as an agent, every property you represent, you should produce a SWOT analysis on that actual property. So the S stands for strengths. So what are the strengths of 123 Main Street if you're selling 123 Main Street? You need to know what the strengths are, not just in your professional opinion, but based on market research, what buyers are looking for as well. So number one is S or strength. Number two, what opportunities does that property present? In other words, what are the opportunities that that home presents that maybe differentiates itself from the competition? Recently, we sold a mid-century modern in the neighborhood I live in, and we listed it much higher than they thought because I saw a void in the marketplace. I also saw a void with mid-century moderns, and I felt like this house is so unique. We do have a smaller pool of buyers. However, I think we can position it where it's going to sell immediately, and we actually had multiple offers above asking price. So number one, strength. Number two, what opportunities, not just in your marketplace, but for this particular home. T is threats. Three, the, the, the T for threats could be, what are the threats in your marketplace? Is there a home down the street that is priced more aggressive and it's larger and newer? So T is threats. And number four is W or, or weakness in the SWAT. So strength, weakness, opportunities, threats. You need to per perform a SWAT analysis on each of your properties. And one of the things I also told you about is the price positioning, okay? So SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T, SWOT, okay? That's what that is. You need to do a SWOT analysis on the properties that you represent. Strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. That's gonna be important. And again, you need to remember, and you have to manage your client's expectations, that there's really three keys to a home selling. The price, how you position or present the home, through photos and actual showings and the promotion. Well, number three, promotion, that's on you, the, the, the marketing agent, the listing agent. But number one and number two, ultimately the sellers have ultimate say in. So it's a team effort. This is like a puzzle piece, okay? And they control a lot of the puzzle pieces. You control the 
the promotion, number three, but they ultimately will have say in number one and number two. So that's going to be really important. So the first property that we're going to pull up, it's $1.895 million, $1.895 million. It's a home that's listed for sale in Houston, Texas. It's in Houston, Texas. And so I'm going to pull this up on the screen right now. And if this is your property, please, uh, Judith, if you're on here, Judy, please feel free to jump on. Hey there. Hey, Judy. So, Judy, you have this $1,895,000 listing. We're looking at it now. I'm going to pull the pictures up larger. Tell me a little bit about how long it's been on the market and how many showings you've had. It's been on the market 16 days, but I've only had two showings. Um, let me just explain to you. So on the side of the house, you can't see it, but there's a parking lot on the side, on the left-hand side as you're facing the house. Oh. And it's to a restaurant that sits behind the house. And and you can see I cropped out in yeah. that photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've uh, done a nice job over here. Well, so you see the yellow building yep. back there? Yeah, yeah. That's Berry Hill Restaurant. And so on the side of the house is the overflow park. I see it. Hill. I see this. Yeah, they paved Paradise yeah, so and I put in the parking that, lot. That, that could be, you know, I, I, quite a few people have commented on that. However, I am trying to point out to them that, look, you have no neighbors behind you or on the side of you looking down into yeah. your backyard in the pool because it does have a nice, you know, pool and spa and Mm -hmm. and, but one of the other issues is, I believe, is that uh, Berry Hill is renovating, and so behind the house, to the, the little blue house on the to the right. Yeah, I see yeah, this. Right back there are dumpsters. Okay. So do you have, okay, so some good insight. So uh, guys, if you're just listening in, uh, I have Judy on. Judy attended our luxury designation training in Houston, she submitted this listing as a stale listing. It's 16 days on the market. This is the first time. Have we practiced and rehearsed anything here, Judy? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So this is the first time I'm we're seeing this. We're, we're rolling live like everybody else here. And so so a couple things, Judy. Uh, you, per, you have 48 photos, and we're going to go through those here in a minute. But this one that I'm looking at right now, this entranceway, this driveway, is this for the parking lot? Yes. Is it? accessible or is it overgrown where cars can't go in there currently? No, it's, it's accessible. Okay. It just okay. looks overgrown. All right. No problem. No problem. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back and do the photos in proper order. So here we go. And right now I'm going to go through it rapid pace and then we'll circle back sure. with some questions. Okay. So I have Judy okay. on, she's got a $1.895 million listing. This is not scripted. We're going through this live um, by the way. It's, so, it's a 4,200 square foot home. It's four bedrooms, 4.1 baths. Are you at their price at 1895 or is this your price? Yes. No, we're at their price. Now, we did have an appraisal done because I recommended that simply because they wanted, they were thinking more like 1.9 to 2. And so we had an appraisal done and the appraisal came back at 1.795. So they decided to list at 1.895. So I wanted to ask your opinion about that as well. Okay, very good. Um, so that is a suggestion for those of you that have seen me train, you've heard me present in the past. That is definitely something we recommend. Uh, if it's a unique property and there's not a lot of comparables out there, work with a luxury appraiser, somebody that, that appraises new construction, that appraises 
unique properties. They understand. They're going to look at the land value. What's the land worth? What's the structure worth? They're not going to just look in that one mile radius or in the subdivision if it's unique and custom. Again, pricing a home with high end and unique, you can't just rely on price per square foot. That is a factor, but it's one of really what I say, seven factors, seven profit activators. So anyways, I'm lo looking through these photos. Thank you for this. Uh, uh, staged or just, hey, they live this way and they've done a nice job? Uh, mostly it's them, their furniture. We did bring a stager in and she just added some accent pieces and okay. moved some things around. But yeah. uh, most of it is, is the is the homeowners. All right. So, yeah. They well, live there. Awesome. So they, they did some accessories, but, you know, sometimes a stager will put out some of this stuff by the tub or change things right. up, throw a pillow and, and neutralize it a little bit. Okay. Very so nice. That's pretty much what the straight stager did. Okay, very good. So going through this first time, you've had how many showings, you said? We've only had two showings. Now, the open houses that I've done on weekends, a lot of traffic and, and a lot of interest. Um, well, I say a lot. There's been uh, probably four or five couples that were interested. But I think the parking lot to the side and then one couple specifically mentioned the dumpsters and I could see that that was, you know, but those dumpsters are going to go away when the renovations on Barry Hills done. But until then, I don't really have any control. So I don't know how to uh, overcome that objection. Function. Yeah. Overcome that. Yep. Correct. So we're going to walk through this right now. Have you contacted, uh, have you contacted uh, this, uh, this company here uh, that is yes. doing the renovations and ask them, when will the renovations be completed? I'm trying to sell the home behind it and the dumpsters have been an issue. When will the renovation be complete and when will the dumpsters be uh, removed? Well, I, I know that the renovations are scheduled to be completed June 15th, um, but I'm not exactly sure when the dumpsters will. All right, so I would. I, so that's a question I'll ask. Yeah, I would ask that many times when they empty out the dumpsters, they can place them in a different spot as well. So you could walk the property and talk to the manager. Again, managers want many place, many times. They want to work within the community, right? They want they want you to be happy. And so you can turn this into a win-win. If they work with you, maybe you promote like heck, you do some event, broker tour, you do something where you're promoting them and giving away a gift card or they're, they're the one providing food and turn it into a win-win. And, and okay. And versus, you know, them not being on your side. So I'd like to know where the dumpster, when are they going to be picked up? Can the next round when they pick them up, can they put the new ones somewhere else? Um, and so that's a, a couple things. So let's get back to the 48 photos here. I think one of your assets for this home without knowing the Houston market is a nice private it's not huge, but you have a nice private pool. And so I'm not seeing that again. I'm not seeing that until photo number. I'll tell you, I'll keep going. Remember, you got someone come from the Midwest. You got someone that wants a pool. I'm still not seeing it. I'm still not seeing it. I do not see the pool until, and again, you got to remember, someone might be ADD. They got short attention span. We are in a dating app industry. I'm swiping right, swiping right, swiping right. And you're not guaranteed that they're even going to go to photo 32, let alone the first pool shot. I'm seeing ah. is still, I'm still waiting for it. I'm still waiting for, boom, 43. Well, and because what I made the mistake of doing is putting the order of the photo, photos on the MLS in the order of 
as you're walking into the house. And and and, 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 and that's not uncommon. And I appreciate your transparency, Judy. Most agents don't know any better. Again, those of you that are watching this live stream, the problem with our multiple listing service with our real estate boards, with real estate school, they teach you how many square feet are in an acre. They, they teach you how to stay out of jail, which is good, but they don't teach you how to market properties. They don't teach you how to position That's homes. Right. So one of the three things that we talked about earlier on, on today's live stream is we talked about the three Ps when marketing a home, the price, which right now you're at the seller's price, the positioning and the presentation, which the positioning and presentation, it's a very nice home and it's staged and they did some things. And number three is what you can control and being proactive. So I would move 44 would be my second picture, be honest with you. And, and 43 okay. might be my third photo. And then I'd okay. go to the front porch. Okay. Um, okay. So that would definitely be something I would lead with. And the, ex, the, the, the last drone shot as well, um, you might, that might be picture four, you know, or, or maybe that's picture two. Um, okay. Is this the city of Houston in the back? Is that legitimate? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Is. So I'm, that might be picture two or picture four, but regardless, lead with that, lead with that. You know, I'm marketing a home right now that's three and a half million dollars in our multiple listing service. And I'm going to try to pull this up. The house itself is a very nice house that I that I'm representing. I want to share that with everybody. It's a beautiful home, but I also want to let you know that the value is not just in the land. It's, it's maybe not a teardown, but the price per square foot we are priced at the seller's price. There's no doubt about it. So I'm going to share with you guys this property. And so I just want you to think, get inside the mindset of a marketer, and why we do this this way. So this property that I'm sharing with you right now, this house is three and a half million. We just put it on this week and this is the main picture. Now I've already gotten red flag because they say you got to show the main house. So I might have to put this one with the infinity waterfall, but it's the rear of the house. It's the money shot, okay? Your job is to get them engaged so they raise their hand so that they want to contact you or their agent to see the home. Does that make sense? And so that is what I led with this one It's three acres. It's on the Fox River. It's got the infinity pool. That's why I led with that. I might have to switch it because we do have some inside the box people that work at these real estate companies. But this is the main picture of the house. It's gorgeous, but the house itself doesn't scream three and a half million dollars. So I want to engage them early on so that they can swipe, keep swiping and looking at photos. So you're... Oh, this is another property. Forgive me. I'm jumping around to yours. So you're right here. Oops, sorry. You're right. Where am I at with you? I'm sorry. I'm jumping around here. I might have lost you right now. So I might have. <laughs> oh, no. There you are. There we so, go. So have you done a broker open? Yes. Okay. How many agents came through? 16. So it was a good turnout in Houston terms. I mean. That is, that's a great turnout. Let me ask you. Did you do any kind of survey? Yes. Formal, like they filled something out. Yes, I did. Uh, we had a QR code for them to scan, do it on their phone, and then we also had the hard copies. So I, I got about twelve surveys back. Okay, and what was one of the questions? What do you think of the asking price? Yes, and out of the twelve, out of the twelve, I only had three that said it was too high. Interesting. So, but that's still twenty-five percent. Did did nine say it's priced right? But nine say yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. 
So you did the survey. Um, so a couple things, just to kind of recap. Uh, I don't know your market, but it sounds like they're at their price, not yours. The appraisal is one seven nine five. We do know the longer a home sits on the market, the less likelihood that you're going to get asking price, right? You're going to they're going to think something's wrong. It's overpriced. So the good news is, in less than two weeks, this renovation is going to be done. You're going to have to verify that. You're going to also going to have to verify the dumpster. Um, the other benefit is it sounds like you nice have a natural overflow. When you have a big party, big graduation party, you have something at the house. Uh, I don't know what the posted do not park here is, but you know you might have an overflow parking lot outside of business hours where they won't be towed if you have people over at the house. That could be another positive. Well, yeah, the, the, there are posted signs for no parking, but the owner of the, bear, of the restaurant lives directly across the street from this home. And so the, the, the sellers are friends with him. I wouldn't oh, say great. they're great friends, you know, but they're sure. acquainted. Yeah. And uh, they eat in the restaurant a lot. And they know him. And so it's not an issue for them, but I don't know that I could advertise that to prospective buyers you know, that he would allow them. Well, I guess I wouldn't advertise it, but it would be a separate conversation where uh, I could, I could say to, I would ask your clients, Hey, listen, let me ask you, have you ever had big parties, big gatherings? You know, do they allow you to park over there in off hours? You know, if they say, yeah, it's never been an issue. Then you just have a, Hey, don't hold me to this. Cause I don't want you, you know, if you buy this, it to be towed away, but the owners have had several issues. Uh, parties and they've never had an issue when people park there as long as it's not during business hours or you know whatever so again trying to look at the assets of it's like the old you know if you had a if you had a if you had a cemetery next door there was you know you see those funny memes and real estate signs that say quiet neighbors you know so same idea you got quiet neighbors could be potentially uh you know to the to the left of the house uh, because you don't have a house there so you know, keep us posted, rearrange your photos, okay. um, get get confirmation on the dates and uh, let us know. Let's touch base here, sure. you know, towards the end of the month and let us know what things are coming along. OK, I will. Thank you so much. Michael. All right, Judy, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, calling in. All right. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. All right. Our last property. I'm a little confused on 4600 Autumn Sage. It says it's 8600. Uh, $860,000. However, uh, it also, they also, the agent also sent me another uh, property. Uh, there's two properties here. They sent me this one for $860,000 and they sent me this single property website, uh, but that one has the price at 945. So I'm assuming they haven't updated, which is one of the first things on a SWOT analysis of each of your properties. You should also do a SWOT analysis on your social media and your marketing, but you gotta make sure all your prices are correct on all websites. So I'm assuming this price is wrong. Um, so so Lana, on this one, it says 945. Um, and on this one here, it says 860. So just make sure you get that updated. So Lana, are you able to join the live stream on this link that is in the comments section? Can you? Click on that. If you don't want to be on camera, I can just hear you audio wise or uh, you can I can call you. I can call you at the same number, the 214 number. Here you are. Can you hear me? I'm going to mute you, but I'm going to ask you some series of questions. So I'm going to mute you right now. And the questions I'm going to ask you is I want to know how long this house has been on the market. I want to know 
the 860 is that currently your price or or their price because i'm also seeing it was listed at 945 i believe previously and then uh we'll we'll kind of go from there so this particular property is listed at 860,000 correct correct is it I a golf right. is it a golf uh, cart community where a lot of the owners have golf carts they drive around yeah. is there is there a clubhouse or a pool or anything all of the above yeah awesome so the golf cart makes sense because my first thoughts are it's a golf cart community and my kids are even telling me today they want us to buy a golf cart and we don't even live in a golf cart community <laughs> so this makes sense uh so that's the first picture oh love it you're leading with the pool we were just on the previous SWOT analysis, fresh eyes analysis, the yeah. pools were hidden, right? So bring some of the best features early on. So I got to ask you, did you do this all along or after last week's designation training, did you move some things around? No, I had, I had it like this all along, but um, I did have the photos, um, not after your, your presentation, but I had the photos reshot and then replaced them because when he wanted to list, it was a little early and things weren't green or. Perfect. You know. Yep. So I literally, there's a house in our multiple listing service in Chicagoland currently that the main picture is still snow. We had snow two or three times all winter long and yeah. we haven't had snow in three months and that agent, no offense, should be fired, right? Our job is to position the home so that it's in the best light possible. So yeah. you're doing a great job. I'm looking at these photos for the first time. Uh, so staged or they just live this way? I staged it. You staged it. So when you say you staged it, you're professional stager and came in and staged it? Well, I was an interior designer for 27 years. Awesome. And so is any of this owned by you or did they rent it? Uh, no, a lot of it is anything that, that's extra is all in my inventory. Awesome. Awesome. So that above and beyond great job with this most don't have this look at that dish rag hanging from the from the dish well, i didn't want to say that it, oh my gosh, it's hanging that. there and b it's not folded nicely but that's my ocd <laughs> there uh but you noticed it too so oh my gosh yes you, hey you can go on box brownie for a dollar 16 they can digitally remove that but that's <gasps> the shadow but i would go to box brownie i think i gave you 40 dollars credit yeah. um mm -hmm. that's what i would dollar 60 i, I didn't think remove. of that Actually, I think it's four four dollars. They removed two items. So uh, from so you can for four bucks you can do that. I think. I All wish right. I thought about. I love the sunset, the fire. You got fire in the fireplace. Lights are on. Okay, what what's the one thing that we did learn I last week? There, I missed it there. And you know, every listing I've ever had, I've always wanted to turn on the TVs or the big screens or whatever. And every photographer tells me no. So they don't like it because usually the image isn't good. So I would recommend you turn on the projector. You have the blue, you know, shadow on the wall. And then you go to Box Brownie. Even now, I would still tell you, go to Box Brownie and you get a nice image on the TV. Okay. It could be your oh. pool. Like it might be your, your pool shot. Picture number oh, so two, just, your money shot. So just do it with Box Brownie, not tell the photographer, no, I want yep. the screen. Yeah, oh. go to Box Brownie, submit this high-res photo. Say, I want this other photo on the screen okay awesome yep but yeah in, in the future turn this on and it will it will be blue right mm -hmm. it'll be blue uh -huh. and then you can see like if they're really good box brownie 
will reverse engineer the photo on the mirror here. You know, yeah, that's a concave mirror. I think that'd be really hard. <laughs> that would be. They'd be earning it. Again, this is not a big deal, but I would have moved that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I really, I should have put the primary bedroom up sooner, I think, for sure, because it's sort of towards the end. Okay. So, yes. Um, so that is one thing. I'm not a big believer in taking photos and the walking tour of a home. However, right. The only exception to the rule where I would never show a secondary bedroom before the primary would be if the secondary's got an amazing view, a walkout, something that okay. the, the primary should have. That would be okay. the exception to the rule. Otherwise, okay. yeah, your primary should be first. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah, it's so, kind of back. There it is. It's kind of back there in the back. This one or this one? Oh, they're the yeah, same. That's, that's the primary bedroom. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. And you could see it's on the first floor. You got your egg out there, you know, got the grill. I really wanted to get rid of that, but it's heavy. It's right. let, let me put it to you this way. Your photos are, 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 are tastefully done. Your photos aren't the issue. I can tell okay. you that. Now, that's not always the case when I'm mm -hmm. doing this SWOT analysis, fresh eyes. Now, uh -huh. does your MLS allow you to tag the photo? So in other words, when I'm on here, I can say loft could be fifth bedroom or something like this. Yes, yes. So on on areas that need a, maybe a little bit further explanation that aren't self-explanatory, mm -hmm. go ahead and, 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 and type those in, okay? Yeah. Because you know it. You know the floor plan. You've been in the home hundreds of times or 10 right. times or three times. I uh -huh. don't know it. Uh-huh. I probably should have put the study up sooner too, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I would put the study up with today's work for home people, two people working from home. Uh -huh. um, I would have, and I would also have this photo here. I would, sometimes you might repeat it. Sometimes this might be the photo number three and it might be the last mm -hmm. photo. You can mm -hmm. repeat the same photo if it's a money shot. Yeah, okay. And what about like when you get to the very end, you're going to see the lagoon pictures. I didn't know if I should have those in there sooner. Okay, so... So first off, I'm just looking at this. Um, uh -huh. Okay. So, off? so a couple of things. Um, you could submit this to Box Brownie. Uh -huh. And Box Brownie could have greened your neighbor's grasses a little bit and this back pathway and uh -huh. your neighbors across the street. Oh. Um, uh-huh. It does look a little brown. The other thing, it looks like, wow, this is a busy street. Is this rush hour or is this every day? <laughs> so yeah, it's I would have I would have uh, photoshopped out these two cars to on, on the street and uh -huh. all of these cars here. So now I'm not distracted. OK, okay. Um, you could also with Box Brownie have like a little pin drop saying a tunnel, you know, tunnel to get mm -hmm. to a walking path. What am I looking at? Is this a walking path? Is this a Yeah, that's a hiking trail? bike trail. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would do a little a little arrow saying tunnel that leads to 3.7 mile bike trail or whatever. Uh -huh. Be descriptive okay. or, you know, okay. not too wordy, but, you know, bullet point it out. Right. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Because that's, I mean, this could be a negative, right? Yeah. But turn it into a positive where it's like, well, no, you're you're close to everything. Yeah. Well, they can't build on three sides of it. So ah, that's exactly right. Quiet neighbors. <laughs> uh -huh. So I do like the fact that, you know, 
you, you've drawn attention. So this is a great shot as well. It just I got to imagine you included this angle because what's across the street, or in this case, there's nothing across the street. So you can uh -huh. walk the dog, you can play your, your, your kickball game with the kids or whatever. Uh-huh. So you can box brownie that grass up. You can have an arrow stating exactly what it is. Okay. okay. It's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think you necessarily need an arrow, but uh -huh. it couldn't hurt. Okay. Helpful? Yeah, yeah, totally. What am so I that's a, that's a five-acre lagoon that's a part of the community. Wow. And I didn't know if it should be sooner up, but I mean, like some people lead with that. That's like the first picture. So I, I would I would lead picture three or four with this. Now uh -huh. I do think your drone guy should have zoomed out more. He's too zoomed in. So uh -huh. give it some kind of context, you know, be yeah. a couple hundred feet above the air. Uh-huh. Uh, and then maybe do do a far out zoom where you're mm -hmm. showing where your subject property is with an arrow yeah. uh -huh. and this and vice versa. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What kind of activity have you had? Well, at 945, nothing. <laughs> at 899, a couple people. When I when we got down to 860, now we have lots of action. Lots. So okay. It just uh, seemed like the only thing was the price. I don't know. The price was a big draw or negative. Did you start out at your suggested price or their suggested price? Well, it was it was really kind of both. Like the the couple of weeks before we put it on the market, when I was doing the comps, there was only one other house that was a comp. Like there was hardly anything on the market, right? And that that house had been completely updated, remodeled. It was at 950. Um, but so we just went at 945 so that I could get get the listing, right? Yeah. And yeah. then I said, you know, and in, in a week, if we don't have, you know, a dozen showings, then we we're going to have to drop the price. Okay. So, um, but it took quite a, it was quite an act of Congress to get them down to 860. Okay. Uh, now, how many days ago did you list it? Um, it's on day 45. Day 45. Okay. Uh, you know, again, having your finger on the local pulse, right? So talking to local agents, not just you know, in, in this. Yes. Well, and I did, I talked to somebody who had another listing and what I didn't realize is that that community, if you don't have a three car garage for your golf cart storage, it's a big hit. Big hit. I, I, let me ask you, are there any alternatives? To, is there any local storage, any, 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 any neighbor that, you know, I doubt it. I'm, I'm grasping for straws here. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be, do and they, do they even have the ability it's not a two-car tandem. In other words, it's not real deep. No, you could you could if you didn't want the media room, you could bust into the media room for the third car and then just have yeah, like a big no, craft room That's storage. Yeah, I'm just trying to think from the, from the house perspective, mm -hmm. uh, from the front of the house. The other aspect, which I don't even think you could do, you couldn't even lose some landscaping and do a little apron here. You probably don't even have enough where you can leave the uh, car in there or the golf cart where you can still pull in the garage without mm -hmm. jockeying around the golf cart can right you? right yeah all right well hey it is what it is so you got to really emphasize everything else right Emph so you think that was that's just it just the order of the pictures i think that would help you for sure mm -hmm. yeah okay. draw draw and i would this this picture here you know has looks like it's rush hour. Why are all those cars I can't see your a ball game? Is that during rush oh. hour? I, I think it's off. because it was twilight photo time, you know? Perhaps, yeah. 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 Um, okay.
Oh, awesome. good. Well, keep us posted. Have you done a broker tour? Oh, yeah, that's how I, I did a broker open. And that's how we got down to the 860 price. We, and we have multiple offers now, but I've just never had a listing go this long. <laughs> that was so quiet, you know, so I was like panicking. 45 so. days. I know that's the last three years. Most agents start panicking when it's on this long, you know, Chicagoland 10, 12 years. Part of how we built our business, how we built our course is on the fact that we for a decade were a buyer's market. I mean, literally, we had to be outside the box and aggressive and everything we did to to make ours stand out. And so, right. you know, when the market's shifting in many markets, it's cooling, you know, you, you have to be open to some of these things. You have to be proactive with some things. And again, yeah. we talked about it earlier, the three P's, right? The price, which sounds like you finally got the presentation. You've done a great job with the presentation, some small tweaks, but nothing major. Uh -huh. And then the promotion. You know, how are you promoting it? How are you getting agents in there? How are you getting buyers? What's your follow-up then? You have uh -huh. a big broker open. Um, you've had some offers. Where are you at with those offers? If you don't, you don't have to give me numbers, but where are you at with offers? Um, I think we're probably going to finalize it today. Oh, good. Um, you know, uh, probably a little over asking. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. So in the event it doesn't, then you can make some tweaks and modifications. Yeah. Let me ask you, in your multiple listing service, uh, if you were to cancel it out today and relist it, would it show up as new? How long do you have to be off? 30 days. Okay. All right, good. Well, hey, good luck. Keep us posted and jump on again if you have another stale listing in the future. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, you're welcome. Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. All right. So we've seen three stale luxury listings right now that I wanted to share with everybody. Again, this is something that we've done in the past, actually, our course, our designation, Luxury Listing Specialist, we literally have done that. We have a 16-module course. We have a 16-module course, and our learning management system uh, with people that when they invest in our, our upgraded version, we have over 300 documents, and this is our seventh module. It's, a, it's an hour and 16 minutes long, and this is training alone, but you can see some of the assets but we have a lot of before and after, before and after. Like for example, uh, oh, I'm not logged in here. So, but our before and after is one of the things that we're doing where we have, we've taken before and after case studies to make our jobs easier, but to help the sellers. I'm selling a house, I mentioned earlier, over $5 million, the seller said he'll die in the house before he paints. Well, guess what? I showed him the before and after of a Nashville mansion where we had digital up upgrades. We had digital renovations done. And he said, well, I'll I'll pay for digital renovations. I'll, I'll get estimates, I'll give a credit. I just don't wanna do the work. So our job is to be proactive. Our job is to think outside the box, think like a marketer, not like a listing agent. There's a calculated difference. If this has been beneficial to you, please leave us a like, leave us a review. My name is Michael Lafito. I appreciate everybody. And if you have questions, comments, please leave us an email. Again, my email's on the screen right now. It's just michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Michael and marketingluxurygroup.com. Don't forget, if you want some luxury swag, go to luxuryspecialistgear.com. Luxuryspecialistgear.com. T-shirts, hoodies, men's, females, luxuryspecialist.com. And last but not least, Last but not least, 
is our upcoming book. We are so excited. Our next book called Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. Secrets of Top Luxury Agents. If you're interested in finding out more, go to secretsoftopluxuryagents.com. We have an exciting guest lineup. We've had commitments. I got a couple billionaires committed to our book. It's going to be excited. It's due to be finalized end of August for a release date of end of August, early September. We're really excited. If you're interested in finding out more, it's going to be a movement. You're going to be part of something special. It's going to be a way to benefit you and the consumer. It's going to be a leave behind where we'll have in each chapter tips for buyers of, of high-end homes and tips for sellers that are interviewing agents. It's going to benefit you as an agent to build a team, to differentiate, to get more luxury buyers and sellers. But it's also going to be a great leave behind for your prospects. Again, my name is Michael Lafito. You guys have been excellent. We appreciate what you're doing for the industry. Thank you for your time and continue to prove others wrong. Until next time, you're listening to another Luxury Specialist episode. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. Make it a great day and prove others wrong. 